Hey there, I'm Carmen. And I'm Christine. Welcome to the conversation. You can always find us on your Hope Coach podcast with Carmen Horn or on YouTube at Christine Brown. Either way, we're glad you're here. So let's get started. Hey, Carmen. It's good to see you today. Hey, Christine. Good to see you too. Hey, people. Hey, listeners. Hey, hey, uh, friends that's joining in with us too. Yes. So good to see everybody. We are so grateful to have you here with us today. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about the weather going on over there in Texas. I know. Can you tell it's really dark? Usually it's a little brighter here on the background, but it is very dark outside right now. We're having some storms, which is not unusual in Texas ever. You just never know, Mm -hmm. but I think it's passing me. So the thunder's here now. It may be to you by the time this day's over with. Thank you so much for sharing. I know. Sharing is caring. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what, we have been excited to talk about this topic again, because (laughs) we talked about in our last episode, can taking our thoughts captive really help us? Mm -hmm. And it focused on that familiar verse in second Corinthians 10 and five about taking those rebellious thoughts captive. Mm-hmm. And we've had some really good feedback about that. It was an important topic. And we decided with this whole idea of renewing our minds, we needed to take this a little further this week mm-hmm. yeah. and continue talking about our minds. Absolutely. It's an important topic. Yeah. So important. So this week we're going to be talking about how do we stop believing the enemy's lies? Mm-hmm. Because I think we're all, you know, we've all experienced that before mm-hmm. where you know, we have this thought, we don't even know where it comes from, but we just get started. And for me, it just gets like a runaway train. It can go in all these different directions. And before I know it, I realize way down the road, wait a minute, Mm -hmm. something happened. I'm not standing on God's word anymore, but I can't even really pinpoint where it started. Yeah. So, and I think one thing we talked about last week that you pointed out was Philippians four and eight, talking about focusing on God's word as the truth. And that's something, that's a theme that we need to continue to carry on as we're looking at that this week. Yeah, absolutely. The most important thing, start with the truth. Absolutely. I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. Mm -hmm. So this is a big question though. How do we know that the enemy is messing with our mind? Because sometimes, you know, I don't like to give the enemy too much credit. And sometimes, honestly, it's something that I've done within myself, but there Mm -hmm. are times when I believe he messes with our minds. So how Mm -hmm. do we know that the enemy is messing with our minds? Yeah. Well, um, so when we think about that question and answering that question, how do we recognize when the enemy's messing with our mind? Uh, the Bible records a one of his biggest tactics in in uh, Genesis when he's actually the Bible records an actual conversation between Eve and Satan right there in the beginning. So yeah. let's read that. That's in Genesis three one through four, and I'm going to read that in the New Living Translation for us. Okay. The serpent was the shrewdest of all the wild animals in the Lord, the Lord God had made. One day he asked the woman, did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? Of course we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. It's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we're not allowed to eat. God said, you must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. You won't die, the serpent replied to the woman. So here's an actual conversation 
where Satan, that Satan is having with a person in the Bible, we have their dialogue recorded. This happens a few times in scripture. And this is probably like one of the very first times, of course, because this is Eve. So um, I think that what happens is at the very beginning, uh, Satan planted a question in Eve's mind. Did God really say? Did God really say? He was sowing these seeds of doubt for God's sovereignty in there. So basically his goal was to make her question what she knew to be true, which I think it's interesting that she does respond the right way mm -hmm. because when Satan talks to her, she does say, no, God, God said, mm -hmm. and so she, she was basically doing the right thing, but mm -hmm. then things went terribly wrong Yeah, yeah. when he continued on and took that word and kind of twisted it a little bit. Right. And well, she entertained him. She oh, entertained him. Yeah. You know, yeah. that she entertained that conversation. She didn't stop it. She continued forward with the conversation with Satan. Ooh, that's that's a good thing for us to take to heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because the longer we entertain that thought, that makes perfect sense. So the longer I entertain a thought, the yeah. more I'm allowing it to that seed to grow. Yeah. within myself yeah. and it's taking me further away from what I know to be true. Absolutely. And Satan's good. So entertaining a conversation with Satan, we're going to lose. Uh, he's probably going to win that unless we do like Jesus did when he was encountered with, uh, when Satan had a conversation with him. Uh, once you recount right. a little bit that for us, you know? Yeah. That's, it was in the, I think it's recorded in Luke chapter four, right at the beginning, the temptation of Jesus. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll look that up and put it in the show notes for, for us and for our listeners, if you'd like to read more about that. But that's interesting because I've gotten the question before my husband and I as pastors, and you've probably heard this before too, Carmen, is can Satan plant thoughts in our mind? Right. You know, does he have control of our thoughts? And I think that's a good question to look at. And sometimes we, we may have things that we think, but if we look at what happened in scripture, we know mm -hmm. that that's the absolute truth. Mm -hmm. So just like you said, the recorded conversation between Eve and Satan, mm -hmm. there's also recorded conversation between Jesus and Satan. And so we know that Satan talks to us or he talked to people in the Bible, which means that he can still talk to people today. Right. So if he is whispering things, just like, just like if I hear somebody say something that plants a thought in my mind mm -hmm. that wasn't there before. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, when he was having a conversation with Jesus, Jesus was at a low point right then. He was hungry and tired. He had been fasting in the wilderness. They had that conversation and each time Satan presented him with a temptation, he responded with scripture. The, you know, scripture says, scripture says, then we get to the spot where Satan even quotes scripture to him to try to trip him up. And Satan and, and Jesus responds and says, but the scripture also says, and he uh, confirms scripture again, which is a great tool for us to remember or, or a great thing for, I don't know about tool is a good word, but that we had to take the Bible as a whole. We can't pick things out. So Satan picked out a scripture he wanted to use, something particular. And Jesus like, yeah, well, maybe that is in scripture, but God also said this. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think that's a good thing for us to remember as well, that Satan knows scripture. He knows what's bothering, what causes us uh, anxiety, what causes us temptations. And uh, he knows all those things about us. Yeah, and, I can personally attest to the fact that he still works that way today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I guess the only way to combat that is going to be the way Jesus did. Uh, you know, Eve, Eve started she began well, but she she continued to entertain a conversation with him. Right. And it didn't end up well for her. And maybe that had something to do with her spiritual walk, her maturity. Mm-hmm. We don't know where she was in her right. walk with the Lord at that time and what she knew about his word and how to stand on it. Mm-hmm. But we do know that Jesus was perfect. And so he knew and we can follow his example. That's so good. Yeah. That is really true. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I think one of the things that he, he, he deceives us with a lie that sounds true. Mm. And Eve, when it comes down to it, Eve just didn't really believe that God had their best interest at heart. If he, she had, I think she would have, uh, and surely Adam that was supposedly there with them. Um, surely Adam, they would have nipped that in the bud a little bit. They would have stopped it, you know? And yeah. And And it is so hard. You've said this before. It is so hard to do that in, our daily walk. Yes. Yeah. I remember a specific time that those words, did God really say mm-hmm. were very prevalent in my life. One time early uh, as a young adult, before I was a mom early in our marriage where we were moving around a lot and it was difficult for me. So I was in a vulnerable place anyway, mm-hmm. and we were getting ready to go into another relocation. And I remember things started going wrong. Mm-hmm. And that thought came to me, did God really say we were supposed to do this? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then as soon as I started entertaining that, it seemed like everything just fed that lie. Right. You know, all these things started happening, going wrong. And I got this notion that if things were going wrong, that meant I wasn't following God. And I know mm-hmm. that's not the truth. Right. That's a lie. You know, yeah. the truth is when we follow God, sometimes things are going to happen that are difficult. Yeah. We're going to walk through difficulties. Yeah. But I got carried away with that. And mm-hmm. one verse that really helps me is Isaiah 26 and three. Mm-hmm. I want to read it to the listeners in the ESB, but it is good in any version that you right. have. So let me just say that, but let me read it to everyone. It says, you keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts yes. in you. Yes. And I looked up what the meaning of that stayed mm-hmm. in there. And it, it means to, Uh, lean against Mm -hmm. and really be held firmly in place. And Mm -hmm. I love that because if you back up just a couple of verses to see what Isaiah was talking about in that chapter as a whole, in the very first verse, Isaiah 26 and one, he says in that day, everyone in the land of Judah will sing this song. Our city is strong. We are surrounded by the walls of God's salvation. Amen. And, you know, when I read that, it just made me immediately think of the helmet of salvation. Yeah. And I thought if God surrounded them with the walls of his salvation and kept them protected, he gives us the helmet of salvation. You mentioned that last week, the Mm -hmm. full armor of God. And we talked about the belt of truth, this helmet of salvation. If we remember to put it on, that can protect our minds in the same way that he protects us with the walls. It's like he's putting a wall around our minds. So that's yeah. something that I try to do for myself is remember to put on the helmet of salvation and that mm-hmm. that's going to help protect my mind from the enemy's lies. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's the benefit we have from salvation is God's protection. Right. So as a hope coach, I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to throw it over to you because I know that you um, can encourage us if we're in a situation where we feel like we're giving into the enemy's lies and we want to put a stop to it. What, what would you say to that listener who needs to put a stop to believing the enemy's lies? Well, just that it's hard. So if you're having a struggle, that's okay. We all struggle. I struggle. We all struggle. So it's hard. It's a moment by moment, moment by moment thing. And even though we struggle with different things at different times, the truth is always the same. Satan puts thoughts in our mind that bring about bad thinking or faulty thinking. And then when we leave those thoughts unchecked, we ride with them, we entertain them. Our faulty thinking then shapes how we feel, our emotions, our behaviors. Every time, how you think the Bible supports that. How you think is how you act. What's in your heart. The Bible even says that, you know, uh, he talks about guarding your heart. And, and so how we think is ends up being how we act. So um, I think that that's one thing to remember is that uh, it's hard. It's a moment by moment thing. And we surround ourselves with God's word. That's, that is the only way. That's it. You know, that's true. The more time we spend in it, the more mm-hmm. it gets into our minds, the more it gets into our hearts. Mm-hmm. And I would say just a little thing that I like to do if I'm going through a situation and I'm looking for a verse, mm-hmm. if I can't find a verse that really speaks to my situation, I like to start in the Psalms. Mm-hmm. So I would say to the listeners, if you are going through a difficult situation, it's important to find a verse that you feel that really touches you. Yeah. That you feel like speaks to your situation. If you're struggling to do that, start in the Psalms. That's a great place yeah. to start. But capturing those verses is important. Yeah. Yeah. Any way you can capture them. I write mine on index cards. They're joined together with a little, little silver, like a key ring type little ring. Uh, and I write those down. That works best for me. But any way you want to capture them. Yeah. I like writing down. I, I really think there's something to be said for writing things down. I think it helps seal it in our inner spirits on our mm-hmm. hearts. Yeah. And I actually like to write mine down in my journal and then I'll take a picture of it with my phone so that I can carry it with me and I'll have it right there on my phone, wherever I go. Yes. I also have recorded some on my phone and I can just listen to them. Mm, that's uh, good. Yeah, yeah. That's a good tip. That's, I like yeah. that. I believe yeah. that audible is um, version is wonderful to be able to mm-hmm. do. And Mm -hmm. if any of our listeners are wanting to dive a little deeper into the topic of renewing our minds, I do have a resource that I will put a link to in the show notes called rest for our minds. Yes. And it's a devotion and a prayer of rest for our minds because our minds do need to rest. And I have a graphic that you can grab there. So yeah, I'll link that in the show notes for everyone. If you'd like to uh, learn a little more and continue on with this topic. But yes. I'm telling you, I have so enjoyed talking about this with you, Carmen. It has really uplifted me. Yes, yes. It's been a great conversation today. I needed it. And I know that this is something that our listeners need. This is something that we can tell by the response. This is something that's important to a lot of us. So it's been good to, to join you today and talk about this. I want to remind everybody that uh, if you click follow on the podcast, your hope coach, or click subscribe at Christine's uh, YouTube channel, which is at Christine Brown. You won't miss an episode. You'll get notified when a new one drops. 
So we want to encourage everybody to do that as well. Most importantly, we want to encourage everybody to, uh, to just keep listening, to keep joining in as we learn and talk together. So it's, it's good to see everybody today. Thank you for joining us. Yes, wonderful to have you here. We'll sign off and say until next time. Thanks, friends. Absolutely. Bye. Bye-bye.